Welcome to Diving Into Crypto. Diving Into Crypto. A weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies, and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3. Brought to you by Adlunum. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome once again to our next episode of Diving Into Crypto. This is JP from Adlunum INC speaking about Web3. Uh, today's episode is going to be extremely exciting. It's the first time we're doing a panel. Uh, we have a fantastic group called the OrcaDAO. For those of you who don't know them, you will very, very soon. Before we begin, I'd just like to let everybody know that the views expressed on this channel belong to those of the speaker and any information shared is meant for education purposes primarily. All right. That being said, Alucard and Team OrcaDAO, welcome to this episode of Diving into crypto. Thank you so much, Jervis. Lovely to be here. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey. Um, you can okay for those of you that are speakers, you can easily unmute and you know uh, pipe in, pipe in anytime uh, with answers to the questions, or just give a shout out to everybody. For everybody else in the room, please remember that there are like buttons at the bottom, uh, which you can use to you know do to express yourself even though you can't speak at this point. So I know I can hear you on the other side giving Team Orkadao a loud round of applause Yep, as they, as we get started with this particular program. Okay, so um, Alucard, since I have you up front, let's, let's, get, let's get the show on the road. What say? Let's do it. It's excited. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. So Alucard, here's, the, here's a question, right, that everybody, I'm certain everybody wants to know is – the is the origin story, and I believe that origin stories are you know belong very personally to to each person that that is part of this entire uh, cryptoverse, right? So what what was it for you that that drew you into this entire Web three uh, space? So I think personally, it's it's the people that are in the space, um, and and I think that the, the base story, even how Orchid are formed is because of, of having that common goal and common understanding of what we wanted to achieve in the space. Um, and, and as you go along, you meet people every day. I'm sure uh, the team at, at Lunum can say the same. And in fact, chatting to Nadia from, from, from last year is, is an example as well, right? So personally, myself, um, I'm from South Africa and, and, and she is as well. So, so we had, we had, that, uh, we had that, that, that commonality, right? And, uh, and and finding people in the space that are from all different parts of the world that are that are that are investing building is is amazing. So that's that's why I, uh, we've I myself and also the team is is excited to build on the space and and uh, and what we're trying to bring in terms of an entry point for for, for retail investors is, is something that we're excited about. Right, exactly, and that's that's obviously a fantastic way to start. There is always something that draws you to it. And thanks for sharing that, you know, this is people because, you know, good, good teams are really, really hard to find. And people with the same mind, just like your DP indicates, are even harder to connect with across the space. Right. Absolutely agree. Yes, exactly. So, okay. So, so with this, with this entire revolution where, 
where it comes to to Web three, right? What 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 does it for you in terms of putting that in motion? You you did say that you are looking to to help out retail investors, but beyond that, is there is there something more that you know um, drives you into this Web three space? What what excites you about? I think the exciting bit is uh, is through through that. So so I think in a nutshell, what 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 we're trying to do. Is to is is provide um, investors an opportunity to invest in private rounds that 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 people just see in articles, right? So so allowing people to do that in the same breath, we uh, support in our in our way projects that are building in the space because you have great ideas um, that want to be manifested into actual working products. But people are not really connected to the people that can help that can help them achieve that, right? Be it blockchain developers, marketers, funding. So all of that we 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 try and and put together and connect to assist teams to achieve and realize their goals in Web three. Okay, so it is for you. It is you know bringing bring the in, in, entire ecosystem together, uh, one that's able to you know. Um, not just connect uh, connect people, but connect all these stakeholders together. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Okay. 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 Uh, and uh, right. So and so when it comes to when it comes to DAOs, right? When, when it comes to uh, a DAO in the self, why why did you choose this particular model uh, as you know uh, as the one that you wanted to start with? So the model that we have, so currently um, we're building towards uh, an NFT-based access uh, DAO. Um, and, and just a bit of background, we are, we are developing our NFT, and I think Nate uh, will, will provide more detail as we go into the call. But at the end of the day, the access to our DAO will be through owning our own NFT, which is being developed by 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 Marco Turini, who's done work for or cartoon artwork for Marvel and DC Comics, mm-hmm. and and we'll be using that as 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 access to to our DAO, and that will give you access to the private sales that we'll be hosting on our Discord. So currently, uh, the so it's almost uh, we're showing the proof of mm-hmm. of the use case or utility of our NFT, even without the NFT being out yet. In that people mm-hmm. can participate in our private sales um, uh, uh, that's, that, that we host, right? And, and in fact, we've already closed um, a, a pretty good uh, project that we think because we're quite bullish on the Algorand ecosystem. So we, pro- we provided the opportunity for our DAO members to invest in a project called Algorical, which is uh, an Oracle project on Algorand. And we all know with the recent announcements of FIFA's collaboration with Algorand, we quite we quite bullish on the Algorand ecosystem, so we provided that opportunity to our investors to invest in that project. Well, I, I like the connection. So it, it started out for you with people, and then now it's coming to to stakeholders as as a whole, and then you're beginning to find these certain you know unique opportunities uh, within the space. Yeah. That's correct. It's about providing opportunities for people that you'll never really have, right? So. People who normally realize much later down the line that the price of a project is already sky high, but we provide that early investment opportunity with vesting rounds. The same like how VCs get to invest in these rounds, we provide that opportunity um, for investors to partake in these in, in these uh, project deals. Right. 
Okay, okay, okay. So in in that case, you you know, it, it almost seems certain that in in many ways there is you know an influence towards the trade and commerce, for example, worldwide, right? In in these manners of transactions, right? So what do you what are your thoughts on that, and how can that that aspect be expanded from from your perspective? Uh, can you just repeat that in terms of trading? Sorry, just repeat that. I just want to catch the gist of it. Sorry. Sure. So, uh, in in terms of in terms of these these transactions that that happen in the manner that they do, right? Uh, you you can clearly see that you know it's it's in some way getting into the trade and commerce space worldwide, right? Um, where where do you see that expanding? Um, in terms of Web three and trade and com- commerce, I just want to just just understand the question. Yes. Yeah. So so in terms of trade and commerce and use of DeFi, right? I mean that's that's where we. I mean, and there's a lot of there's a lot of models that are currently being tested, and we saw that with Luna, for example. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of models that are being tested in terms of, especially around commerce and bringing traditional finance models into Web three. And moving, I mean, we saw that with with moving towards something that's that's normally institutionally backed to more an algorithmically backed uh, stablecoin, right? Oh, so, right. so there's a lot of models that are being tested and stress tested, and I think it's just trying to find that holy grail, right? So, so we've got a lot of models, a lot of people that are building and testing their models, and that itself shows that we're still early, right? And we're happy to be part of that. In fact, we've we're looking at a couple of, 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 of DeFi projects, so those that are in the commerce space, that we can provide our investors an opportunity to invest in those rounds as well if they believe in the, in the concept, right? So, 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 yeah, we're quite excited about it. Yeah, you know, in, in many ways, the financial world has also picked up in, in exactly the same way. It was a trial and error method of you know, trying to find out how certain financial models work. Uh, and this one, in in, in what we're we're trying to do is exactly like you mentioned in terms of Luna was another experiment uh, in in that particular zone. So um, speaking about uh, of course about this aspect of trade commerce movement, you know financial structuring, uh, it all seems to be making in many ways you know uh, things so much better, right? Uh, in the Web three space, how do you how do you see this impacting? Or rather, what are your thoughts on this impacting your standard of living and your interaction with Web3? So in other words, what we do today on, on a regular basis, how is that being impacted uh, with Web3? I think from, a, from, from an access point of view, I think we will be able to own, I mean, a classic example is, is, is what happened at Coachella, right? So now you can own an NFT, that can give mm-hmm. you access to all of these events. So I think the use right. case and utility of, of NFTs will go beyond than just, just being part of a DAO. I think it will be extended mm-hmm. to a lot more use cases and bringing DeFi with staking these NFTs is something that we're actually going to be doing is, mm-hmm. is, is, is all part of it, is linking these different protocols, linking these different uh, things like NFTs, tokens, linking all of that so you can stake an NFT whilst earning another token all of these are being stress tested at the moment. And at the end of the day, it will be those models that will, that will stand the test of time. It also, in also making people's lives easier as well, right? I think payment solutions will be a lot more easier. You could probably use your own algo wallet, for example. I think there's even talk now 
with the yeah. announcements of, of, of Algorand and uh, and uh, and FIFA, right? So there's talk that he, that even uh, the FIFA teams that uh, that you know the electronic arts sports games they'll be able to to, to to be using NFTs to buy these these soccer these football characters, right? So I mean, right. these cases are just endless, right? Uh, for a normal user. Certainly, I mean, you, uh, okay. So, so that is that is certainly one one creative aspect. Are there are there any more that come to your mind from your perspective that, that you see? So, I think an application to what we're doing will be around the use case of our NFT. So, that's pretty much why I'm 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 going at length with that because just yeah. owning an NFT just for an just for appreciating or owning a piece of art. Is, is, is not the case anymore. It's about providing all sorts of utility around that NFT. Um, is, is, and and I'll think I'll, sta- I'll stand by that, right? So the use cases are endless in terms of tokens, in terms of, of DeFi, commerce. But I think to, to stick with the topic at points, right, in terms of what yeah. we're trying to do will be around mm-hmm. NFT use cases and, and, and providing access to certain events um, all of that is, is something that we, we we're looking to do with our Orkanod NFT. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, lost lost you there for a second. Um, yeah, uh, I'm back. Right. So, okay. So, so we are looking at, of course, use cases, ladies and gentlemen. Those that are those that are there. Uh, please remember that you have. Uh, a button that you know shows your reactions to what's happening. We want to see those purple hearts bouncing about as we're sharing a lot of thoughts with with Alucard over here and the rest of Team Orcadel uh, uh, coming up as, as as well, right? So we've we've looked at we've looked at how we how we jumped into into the Web three space. We've looked at uh, connecting dots with various people. We've looked at of course trade and commerce being uh, you know being impacted the, in in the Web three space. Certainly, the use of NFTs and, and certain DeFi models, right? Uh, this this leading us on to the fact that you know you you, you have someone like Orkadao that's that's uh, pushing this agenda, uh, and and that's certainly something that you know the rest of us can appreciate and uh, and of course uh, 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 try to adopt, right? And, and learn from and learn from in, in so in so many ways. So, um, uh, Alcott, since I've, uh, since you're the main guy. Uh, Pursuing this this, this conversation, um, what do you what do you see from from this point of time? Is the next stage of evolution where where NFTs are concerned, right? And we're looking at it uh, from this case. We're we're looking to to find not just more use cases, but I'm certain we're just scratching the surface, right? So if, if NFTs were unlocked the way that they should be, what do you see them doing? That's, I mean, that's a, that's a very good question. I'm just checking in. Uh, to see if Nate uh, can can respond because Nate is actually our head of NFT. Yeah, um, yeah, I can jump in. No worries. Yeah, no, no worries. Uh, I can jump in. So I'm Nate at Orkadao. I'm the co-founder, head of business operations, branding, and NFT. And right. to answer your question, Jervis, I think that it started at, at the NFT. You know, phase started as uh, more of a collectability. Right. So you have your collectability, you have your artwork, your PFP NFT uh, evolved into more of a use case based utility NFT. So I see the future state of NFTs 
essentially evolving into or maturing right into um, higher impact community based NFTs where the use cases are plugged into DeFi, for example, one of our strategic partners has a protocol where the NFT, once it's been deposited in, will essentially uh, provide a, a sense of passive income and, and returns. Um, in wow. addition to the collectability uh, artwork of the NFT, because our NFT is going to be based on a character. So just like a, a board yacht club or, or Zuki, you have your character that has a portability into the metaverse. So now you have playability as well, where you can go into a metaverse store, buy a t-shirt in the store and then get it shipped to your home. That's also right. another, uh, that's also another strategic partner that we're working with as well will help us port our character into uh, said metaverse. So you have your collectability, your portability, your investability, right? And then your access, the brand right. access, the, the access is to the private sales. So that is essentially will always remain our core because we're mm -hmm. researchers at heart and we're researchers um, in the space for the last four or five years. And we just want to provide that access, that exclusive access to our members who essentially become Orkanots. Right. And give them the same ability that all the large VCs have as well. So I think, um, you know, it is kind of an Alice in Wonderland moment right now today. Right. We all have witnessed the falling down of, of the hole into the hole and everyone's looking cool. around and they can't identify anything as reality. So I think like a day like today, I, I just want to throw a quote, a quote out there for listeners is life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. So we wow. have to think about those type of things when we're applying our, our minds and brains to the future state of crypto. It's, it's more about, in my opinion, uh, as far as how Orkadal will apply the quality uh, on our NFT, it's about reshaping and transforming the way we build. So the experiment that we saw fail these last <laughs> few days is right. something that we have to learn, take it as a learning experience on mm -hmm. how not to repeat those same mistakes. And I think essentially, if you can, if you can band your community, community together, right? And that's what Adlinum is doing at the core. What Adlinum doing is doing is, is you're, you're providing your community the soundboard and, and, and the engagement to not allow those things to happen. And, and for us, you know, as a community to talk together about um, safety precautions and measures that, that need to be applied for, for investments uh, moving forward in this space. And those three pillars that I wanted to, to kind of touch on in the beginning of the conversation for me, what brought me into the space Excellent. is yeah. number one is the people. Okay. Um, I'm, I consider myself as someone in the human capital business. So I, I think that sometimes people uh, tend to forget about the most valuable asset in this world is, is the people. And exactly. second is the tech, is the tech stack. So mm -hmm. you always have to make sure, you know, you're doing your due diligence as, as an investor, as a person coming into the space, because, um, 
a lot of people aren't very educated. And I think that there needs to be an accountability on every project to have an educational stack built onto every website that they uh, are, are showcasing um, to new, new community members coming along the way. And then the third pillar, I believe, is just value overall, right? Um, essentially, we all want a piece of the chain and we all want to own that, that technical real estate. And um, yeah, so those are my three pillars. So, yeah, so great question. And, and thanks again for having us. Also, uh, Red Oak is a listener here. He's our advisor. Um, if you mm-hmm. can make him a speaker, that would be great. He may want to chime in as well. Sure. Um, Rebecca, can we, can we uh, have Red Oak also be sent an invitation, please? While we continue that, that conversation with Nate, Nate, you've offered some very, very interesting points in terms of, you know, the research, the human capital aspect, uh, you know, the, the pillars that, that got you into Web3. Uh, if uh, Red Oak is, is already a speaker, if you can accept the invitation, uh, maybe we can get to hear from you as well what got you into Web3. Okay. Well, okay, it looks like it's going to take a minute. So uh, in the meantime, uh, just till, till he, can, he can come on board, Nate, another question I wanted to ask you because I, I found it uh, interesting when you talk about it from an aspect of, of you know, uh, the, the human capital, right? Um, in, in terms of in terms of the human capital, are we are we at this point of time is Web three going to get us closer together, or is it you know in in some way going to distance us uh, a, just a little more the same way that that the web does in its own manner? What do you think? <laughs> well, that's kind of a, a philosophical question when i think about those things because you know you have you have in the real world right all the real estate has been purchased up it's kind of like the whole great reset type of mentality out there where you'll own nothing you'll be happy blah 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 right Right. i believe that web3 kind of shifts away from that and and it's almost like we can go rogue and say mm-hmm. no, we can we can own whatever we want. We can build whatever yeah. we want, and we're going to be happy with it. And so again, it, it goes it, it dives down into the core, uh, uh, the core of the quality of what Web Web three can can bring. And we have a, a whole new generation of children mm-hmm. that are going to be entering into a, a, a new world that's changing before our eyes, and it gives them the opportunity to work with people all across the world. So that's one of the hugest and biggest factors is impacting factors is that it provides more unity for our next generation to build with each other. They don't have to go to their local city to go sit in an office and work with right. people around them. Right. So diversity um, and also propping up women in the space, 82% of um of, of of people in the space are men so it, it it also provides women the the voice and the ability to also divulge themselves into this this new market this emerging market and um and circling back to the whole like the world's kind of already owned up and real estate's expensive and you know you have you have your ability to go in the metaverse and kind of feel like you're 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 special, right? I mean, you could go in there and buy a, a big land plot next to Snoop Dogg and tell your friends about it. So it's kind of like it gives you that excitement, and uh, also, you know, considering just the over overall global impact, uh, uh, economy wise, 
I mean, everyone's going to may have to sit down for a while. We've got war going on and all of that. And gaming is a huge thing. It's a good way to uh, also communicate across the wire and also have the ability to to expand on that space where people can connect playing games, make a living off of it. They don't have to go to their corporate jobs. And um, mm-hmm. but but it's it's all about um, that frictionless aspect too. you know, again, people have to be educated on, on what they're getting into. And it has to right. be the right projects that are bringing uh, the right um, product to the forefront. So people aren't getting burned by by bad investments either. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I think that that, that encompasses a, a whole lot of, uh, you know, avenues and perspectives that we can that, that we can consider, uh, you know, about drawing people together. I mean, more like-minded, you know, geography doesn't become an issue anymore. Uh, you, you get to interact with people from various cultures and a lot quicker than if you had to travel to those places, right? So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm in agreement with that, with you on those, on those same thoughts. And uh, talking about these, uh, we've spoken about what it is that, you know, uh, the, the NFTs have the potential to do what Web3 can can connect us on. And of course, we did sort of tangentially go a little philosophical in, in, in the aspect of the connection. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of I'm still kind of interested to, to understand uh, why choose the, the model of a, a, of a DAO as opposed to, you know, a, a different sort of entity being created. Since we have uh, Nate's perspective in as well. Do you want to take that, uh, Nate? Okay, so you're you're asking why we started a DAO versus anything else? Yes. Well, we come from that space, so um, we just applied our experience to a DVC uh, DAO because right. essentially we wanted to make sure we're providing a AAA project and service, um, quality control, right? I'm I'm pretty much at the point where it's like the buck stops here. Um, right. You know, the last few years we had uh, other DVCs in the space. I mean, essentially our competitors <laughs> where you have about 10 other DVCs where they're essentially providing project like a project factory. Right. Um, and, you know, it, it gets to a point where it's almost an irresponsibility. And... Mm-hmm. As someone who was a researcher and an alpha hunter myself and Alucard himself as well, we decided that, you know, we just wanted to apply quality control on the DVC aspect. The NFT came a little bit further after uh, the foundation of us, you know, creating um, essentially the idea that was already there. But we wanted to just make it more improved. Uh, we wanted to apply it to where the global adoption was more mature, um, apply more educational awareness to that aspect mm-hmm. of investing, um, quality over quantity, mm-hmm. and just provide more confidence for investors entering the space that are essentially witnessing these things going on um, that are on part of Mount Gox, right? So at this point, um, the trigger figure on the investors is even going to be more tight. And I think that we just essentially want to provide a a safer route for investors that want that opportunity to get into the right projects at the right time. Will we always be correct? No, 
No one's perfect. No one can always make the right call. We're just right. going to be a gateway for people mm-hmm. to invest at a at a very early stage at, at an inexpensive rate too. In an inexpensive rate, um, our NFT isn't going to cost you thousands of of dollars. Uh, it's a three tiered system. And it just it, it became more and more interesting as we began building our ethos and our fundamentals and foundation along the way uh, of where we felt that the DVC space was an empowerment um, amongst crypto users in the space. OK. OK. Um, and Alika, do you want to do you want to add something into the in, into that mix before we go to uh, before we expand on that? I think uh, Nate has covered it quite well. Thanks. I think we can we can move move deeper into it, Jervis. Thank you. Okay, fantastic. So, so that being said, I want to I want to add uh, you know a, a little bit to to something that you shared earlier, Nate, when when you spoke about how you know we have to kind of create awareness, right? So when we when we look at that as an aspect, and we obviously want crypto adoption to be you know uh, crypto to eat the world, right? As as we say, how do we what are your thoughts of if we had to approach somebody in, you know, one of the far reaches of, of the planet, right? Um, okay, far, we, we kind of reached everywhere, but let's just take randomly a, a space where we don't hear a lot of investors come out of there. Uh, Papua New Guinea, right, for example, right? I'm just, I'm just spitballing here with something just out of the top of my head, right? So, so a, a location like that, and, you know, we, we get them to adopt crypto. Uh, what would your what would your approach be? Uh, how, how would how would you approach that? You know, they can have uh, this sort of access, this sort of benefits uh, if if they adopted it. What, what would you say? That's a good question. Um, I think that. I think that's a tough one because you're essentially bring them in. You're bringing them into a place full of adventure and new vision. Right. And it's very difficult for people to adapt to change as we all know, and change takes decades and mm-hmm. the maturity part is very difficult because I feel like we're still in the experimental phase, even even being however many years we're into this space, right? 15 plus, whatever. Um, If I were to talk to someone that was very new across the planet, you know, I would essentially want to, to lead them directly into the educational route first. And so like, even for example, like where I'm from, um, there isn't much education to children about, essentially just knowing how to control their finances on a general level, whether it's credit or, or how much they should spend on candy, whatever. And they have no idea what blockchain technology is. So I think pushing the narrative um, again on the educational stack, if I were to have that conversation with them, why it's important, it would be, the the things that I would touch on is the the education and the generational wealth transfer. I mean, okay. it's so lopsided that 
you've got to you've got to figure out who the who the community leaders are are in these different sectors of the world mm-hmm. and they have to adopt it and then their people have to listen to what they're saying so that education has to start at the leaders there and so right. i don't want i would never want to lead someone blindly down the road mm-hmm. but it's also continuing that that narrative of self education but i feel like at this point, we've got to start, again, holding the accountability on the projects, educating the people that they're mm. tending to. So right. it's kind of a murky answer, right? It's just, it, it, But again, it, it leads down to this is an opportunity for generational wealth transfer. This is an opportunity to be a part of a shifting uh, a shifting. Uh, aspect of the world that that will change in the next eight years and um and the opportunities are are endless for for your future generations that's that's where i would go with it okay thank thank you for that alucard how how would you approach the same thing uh alucard you've got to unmute if you're saying something yeah, I agree. Uh, sorry, yes, uh, I, I agree with with what Nick is saying in terms of, of of connection, in terms of 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 how experimental the space is. I think I think it's hit it uh, hit the nail right on the head there. Thanks. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Okay. So uh, yeah. So you know, we we've seen uh, exactly firsthand. You know what what an approach would be to get somebody that's completely into some completely new into a Web three space. Uh, uh, the approach that that uh, a team orc that I would use to to to, ex- to expose them to you know all all the all the things that we we kind of take for granted being in the web three space ourselves, right? Okay. Uh, so that that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's it's time that we open up to some Q and A from the audience, and uh, uh, you would like to ask team orc a question based on the conversation that we had about connecting people, being a DAO, you know, reaching out to stakeholders and. And all that, uh, and all of that, and the questions that you might have, uh, send in a request. Just put in a, a request at the button. Put in a request, and our team will will pick that one up. So, in the meantime, uh, before we begin that coming up, I see. Okay, uh, I see John Stone has uh, put in a request. John, go ahead. Hi, Jarvis. Uh, I hope you guys all all well. It's a pre- pretty intense discussion, to be very yeah. honest, and I have a couple of questions for the team. So I understand that right. that you guys want to uh, to bring DAO to the people who are your NFT holders, right? So somebody will have to get buy your NFT first, and then they will get access to your DAO. But and it is like a very I also understand that NFTs are very uh, they have a lot of scope in the future as well for the past. Like like you mentioned, in the coming eight years maybe we'll have multiple numerous uh, use cases there. But the, uh, but what I'm trying to understand here is like how do you plan to you know, and, and uh, sustain the project in the short term here. Uh, why do I ask this question is, uh, see, uh, we see a lot of projects going uh, rug, going rug pulled and a lot of and, uh, scams coming into NFT, right? So recently, NFT have been earning a lot of bad name there. And launching it as the excess of the project through NFTs, I think, might prove con- counterproductive there. Do you, I would like to hear your views there. Yeah, um, I can take that one. That's, that's a very good question, uh, John. So there's a lot of scams going on, um, and I'm sure 
you, there's a lot i'm sure if you follow twitter there's quite a lot of people that that get baited into these scams without the promises that that some of these projects want to bring but uh for orcadal what we're doing right as we speak is that we are providing that utility for people currently right now even though our nft is not out yet so right now you can come along and join our discord you can you can just uh, check out our twitter account <coughs> our discord is linked there you can join our community right now and participate in private uh, private deals right now so we're providing that utility even before our nft gets released so once we once we get to that phase because we don't want to just release an nft tomorrow we're taking the time and we've taken the time to source a, 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 a pretty much a well-known artist in the space to 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 develop the art for our nft for our three-tiered system and once that nft is ready then only we'll launch it and 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 then by then we've already uh, closed a number of deals in the space and uh, and by then we'll allow holders of our nft to then proceed to partake in the high quality deals that we will be providing thank you so uh, there won't be like any access to people who, are, who don't want to own, uh, own your nfts for example maybe some extra uh... yeah so that's pretty much yeah so that's pretty much how the model needs to work because at the core of it we we are we are focusing on 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 two main concepts which is the proof of engagement um, and proof of commitment concepts that we have so that we can actually provide value to the projects that we we provide so we 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 are aiming to build a platform with a scoring system based on on-chain data to to ensure that those that are holding the project tokens that we are offering will will get incentivized so so the model is that through our nft sales we'll be using that to develop that that model so that's our roadmap and we can we can discuss that as well and it'll be on our site as well so so through our nft model and through that revenue model we are looking to develop that platform which in turn will will benefit the projects that we will be hosting in our dar okay thank you alkar i think that that does kind of answer the question on on that front i have one more question that that's coming from uh I, okay i can't can't really read out the names a set of numbers but jason did you have a question that you want to throw to your team or to Uh, Jason, you'll have to unmute if you are going in there. Yeah, I'm curious um, uh, what you guys' thoughts on Luna and um, the current market conditions, just in terms of the bloodbath we're seeing. Do you think it's more cyclical, or do you think this is uh, uh, more in line with uh, with environmental factors that are happening, you know, in the world today? Uh, is my mic working? If so, I'd like to answer that one, Alucard. Yeah, go for it. All right, thank you. Um, so uh, our other co-founder is, uh, couldn't join us today, Z, but a, a while back, me and him made a bet, and I told him that Luna would fail. Um, I think Terra Luna is a good example of a lot of things gone bad. Um, I, I'm a big farmer. I love like you know searching for APYs and farming, and I and a lot of the projects in those algo stables have always kind of failed. Uh, Terra Luna is kind of one of the biggest examples of successful one, but as you can see now, it's also failed. It's a big example why... Um, no system either in the web three world or in the traditional finance world is safe from a bank run. There's just never enough money to protect a system. If everyone wants to pull out at one time on top of that, one thing I, I recently liquidated most, like I would say the vast majority of my port 
because I started seeing like news articles of food shortages throughout the United States. And <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of like a almost foolish to be investing in, let's say, like meme coins or even like top like top 100 projects when there's literally food shortages in a first world country. Um, so like, it's a combination of a lot of things. It's, you know, uh, hubris for one with Do Kwan with how he put $1.4 billion in the BTC in order to protect the peg that didn't work. Um, everyone believing an stable wouldn't fail during a bank run, during a market crash. It's, and then on top of that, you said that the, all the environmental things, there's a, currently a war going on in the Europe um, that has been threatened to turn nuclear numerous times. Like These are times where I think we have to be savvier for money, do research, and that's why I'm glad to work at Orca because what's something we do is we provide communities with great projects. We're doing heavy amounts of research, everything we go into because we don't want to provide anyone for a project that's not going to live by the time you get your tokens. We want you to be part of it. We want you to be part of the, our community, their community, and really understand what it is you're investing in. Because if not, you invest in a thing like Algo, uh, like Terra Luna, which is an algo stable, and that everyone you know on Twitter for the last God knows how many months was talking about it's going to fail. And unfortunately, they're right. Um, <laughs> so things like that are just you know it's important to really really know what it is you're investing in. Um, and I think if we're able to provide that as a DAO and as a team, we're going to really really be in the forefront of a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I wonder what the the overall you know ripple effect on the market is because this is like a top ten. Uh, this is a top 10 coin. So not just, you know, some some idea somewhere, you know, that launched nobody's ever heard of. So I'm just curious uh, how that, you know, how that will play out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we sh- one of the reasons where uh, uh, Lunum has partnered with, with uh, uh, Orchid out in the first place is because, you know, uh, we see a similar um, trajectory for our mission in terms of sort of um, helping helping people that uh, maybe don't know very much about cryptocurrency to not make incredibly terrible decisions at least. And to that, to, to, an ex- to some extent, a launchpad, you know, does provide that vetting uh, that that uh, uh, the vetting that normally a centralized exchange might do. But in the case of you know a company that's doing this IDO, so there's definitely a, a philosophical uh, parallel there. Uh, but yeah, Jervis, would you like to take a, take on the next question? Yeah, exactly. I was just, just you know, I mean, we're getting some great insights, some great answers that, that are coming in. Uh, looking to see if there's anyone else that wants to ask a question before we summarize this show. Uh, I'm sorry, before before we close, I do have one question that's coming in from Lawrence Hudson. Uh, Lawrence, go for it. Um, yeah, I didn't really have a question, just a little comment on... Um... On, on the market. So um, it's kind of weird. It's like, um, uh, you know, if you re- relate it to the NASDAQ or the S&P 500, you know, the, the NASDAQ's down 26%. So there's some kind of correlation there um, to the markets and to the overall. I'm, I'm kind of commenting back to Jason's question. It seems like there's, you know, there's an overall ride, but crypto, um, rides it different right it, it rides it in a lot bigger dips and, and highs so um have faith <laughs> yep we'll hold along right yeah. <laughs> hold along. <laughs> yeah okay all right so ladies and gentlemen once again thank you so much thank you for hanging out with us uh nate absolutely fantastic listening to your ideas alucard Thank you for, you know, for agreeing to, to do this show. And Red Oak, uh, you know, we, thank you for joining in as, as, as well today. We, we should 
continue more conversations in, in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you once again for joining us on Diving Into Crypto. This has been JP speaking from Adlunum INC talking about Web3. See you again at the same time next week on our new show, Diving Into Crypto. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Ciao, thank, thank you. Very very Thanks, Cheers. folks. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Diving Into Crypto, proudly hosted by Adlunum, the first engaged-to-earn platform with a proof-of-attention model and dynamic NFT investor profiles. 